This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a baby boy and a daughter who's a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa, a part-time working mom with two little boys. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we talk about getting pregnant again. (laughs) And we speak with blogger and author and mom of six kids, Dawn Meehan. Woo! Yeah. I have a feeling our topic for the show may be canceled out by our guest of the show or vice versa. Yeah. Who knows? How are you, Teresa? I'm pretty good. Tell okay, me. wait. I'm not. Tell me your lies. Good. That's total bullshit. <laughs> I'm not pretty good. I'm. I'm having kind of a rough time of it. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Um. It's just. It's just. Just it. hard. You yeah. know. Um. But I do have a compliment. Your partner. Ooh. Please compliment your partner. It's time to compliment your partner. So. It's going to sound like I'm not complimenting my partner (laughs) at first, Uh, (laughs) but but hear me out. Um, So (laughs) Thursday morning uh, last week, uh, Jesse was playing with the boys in their room, Uh and I heard a loud crash. Okay. Um, I didn't bother to go check in on them because I figured... (laughs) Eh, There's an adult in there. Somebody will get me if if that adult is down. Yes. So later when I came in... Um, I was informed that they were playing airplane mm-hmm. on Je- on Simon's toddler bed, mm-hmm. and Jesse had sat down on the bed while holding Oscar, mm-hmm. and Simon was already on the bed, and mm-hmm. so of course the bed broke. Sure. It's like a little shitty IKEA right. piece of shit, right? And it like the wood broke, like fully <laughs> broke, like the whole thing is broken. Airplane. It is broken. Yeah, right. airplane crash. <laughs> um, so the whole thing is broken. Uh, Jesse had a huge day of work that day, so there was no way he was going to be able right. to get another bed. Um, so I volunteered. Mommed up. To go get another bed at Ikea. <sighs> so, um, the, so I went to Ikea. I spent all the, you know, you go there, even if you vow to yourself not right. to, like, browse. Yeah. It's, and even if you stick to that. Right. It still takes two hours. Yes. Just to get one thing. Yes. Because you have to go, you have to find the thing that you want, you have to measure. Right. You have to pick up the piece, whatever. I'm not even going to, yeah. everybody knows I how can't. long it fucking takes. Right. So, and, and you then, got two kids with you. Well, actually, I had one kid with me. Oh. But it was, it was... It took so a long it was time. a walk in the park. It was easy. No, it was hard, and it was heavy stuff, and yeah. I had to like move car seats around in the back of the car so uh, I could fit the thing in my in the back of my car and push the seats down, and the stuff was heavy, and you know traffic, and then all these things, and this was like my day. Right. Essentially, that good is job, it, Jesse. Great. <laughs> so, and so that was my day, and then. So then that night, like, it was, he came home way too late to, like, put the thing together. Right. I couldn't put the thing together. Not that I couldn't put the thing together, but it was yeah, too yeah, big yeah. of a day. Yeah. So Simon slept on his mattress that night. <laughs> Good job. The Campaign. Next, yeah. The next day, um, Jesse went to put the new bed together. And while he was putting the frame together, it, like, knocked over and the headboard broke. <laughs> like, the new bed <laughs> broke. Nice. So, um, I came home. Jesse, uh, Jesse was working on that while I was out of the house with the kids and my mom. We come home, and Jesse informs me of this, and I'm telling you, 
I fucking lost it. Oh. I lo- I lost it really bad. Like I didn't scream, yeah. but I went to a very dark place. Right. I mean, I was like I basically just wanted to die. Yeah. Like, it was that bad of news to me. Because I just couldn't, the whole day, I felt like I had done it, you know? Like, I had really achieved something the day before, and now it was just gone. It was just gone. And we just had to start all over. Yeah. And I just could, I could not, I could not accept this news. I just was, I could not, I was inconsolable. And then Jesse was kind of, like, upset that I was so mad at him about it. And I was like, you know, I'm not really mad about it. I'm just so upset that I lost a day and, like, we still have, and how are you going to, how are we going to, right? How are we, how are we going to, you know? And so, whatever. I couldn't, I couldn't even like have a conversation with him about it. Yeah. I was so upset. So, I just, we just didn't even have a conversation about it. Right. I, he left because he had to go to work, and I just went on with my day. Yeah. And uh, sent you a mm-hmm. really sad picture of Simon taking a nap on his mattress, on his, his little hobo mattress boy. next to like a pile of wood yep. that was supposed to be his bed. Little hobo boy. Uh, it was really sad. Aww. So, but then later, here comes the compliment of your partner. So later that day, <laughs> I, I, he, I'm outside playing with the kids. I think I hear Jesse come in because I hear the dogs barking, but then it's quiet. And I'm just like, you know what? I can't even deal with him right now. Right. I can't even go up there and say hi. He'll come out when he's ready. Whatever. Yeah. I just don't even so then like an hour goes by and he comes out and he goes hey Simon would guess what you get to sleep in tonight and I was like this can't be real yeah but he had gone back to Ikea gotten the new Ugh. piece the missing the piece that had broken came home put the whole bed together wow um without a word yeah. the whole thing was done ready to go and he had brought me home like all these Ikea like fun things food Things yeah. like the chocolate, uh, I want to call it paste, but it's right. basically like, <laughs> you know, the spread yeah, and yeah. like all these like delicious like cookies and things. Aww. And it was done. It was beautiful. And it was done. It was completely Good done. job. Yeah. And I felt like such an asshole. No, but now I'm just going to say you shouldn't feel like an asshole okay. at all. All right. Uh, I was actually going to compliment you on your, like, twice in your story, you were like, I just didn't, I just stayed where I was. I didn't get up. I didn't go in. I didn't try and, like, greet. I didn't try and, like, engage. I just, which, which, because I do the other. Like, uh-huh. I'm in the total opposite zone of, uh-huh. like, my resign is to over-engage everybody at all times because uh-huh. of, like, where I am right now, uh-huh. which doesn't help mm-hmm. when I could just be out in the fucking yard with the kids. You'll uh-huh. come find me when you want to come find me. Yeah. Uh, you know, or I'm going to go in and you're going to do something that's going to make me, like, right. possibly mad. Exactly. When I could just sit out here and be mad that you haven't come out yet. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm going to be mad either way because yeah. I've lost my mind. Yeah. Uh, so, like, yeah, that's... So, good job for you, too. And I think that is totally reasonable, by the way, emotional breakdown. Okay. I, I totally have your back on that one. Thank you. Um, so, good job, both of you. Thank you. Oh, that's a horror show. It was. Yeah. But it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Um, How about you? How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing equally horrible. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm doing pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> this is going to lead to... Our new listener challenge for Facebook, actually, though, so something good will come out of this. I am just, I'm having, like, I'm really, we, you know, we came back from vacation, and Ellis's sleep was, had gotten into a rhythm of, like, eh, wakes up three times a night. I'm used to it. Mm -hmm. It's fine. And then, like, even with the trip, it was Mm -hmm. fine. And then, like, a week after we got back, 
he just it just like went to hell. He just mm-hmm. was like waking up every hour and a half, mm. and it's it's becoming unbearable. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it's, it's, it's unbearable. It's unbearable. That, that it's is, a lot of like nursing him back to sleep. Okay, uh-huh. so every I, time is that like pretty the, much every time uh-huh. that we're starting to like walk a few times. Like uh-huh. so we're trying to tell the difference between like. I'm hungry, wake up, and, like, I probably could be walked. And I know we got teeth coming in, mm-hmm. and he hasn't pooped in, like, a week because of the solid foods. Mm-hmm. And, like, that can't be good. Right. And we're six months old. Right. So, like, I know we're crawling, developing, we're, like, Things doing all happening. this shit. Everything's happening And you've right only now. been alive six months. Right. Okay. So, for some I, I am, like, it's made me, like, sick and crazy. And I'm, like overthinking it like I, I should be weaning him already you know uh should i be trained should we be training him should i i shouldn't be pacifying him with my bosom isn't that a horrible thing that you do like that's like ah, ah, ah. And I'm like i've like made myself crazy yeah. like yeah. basically he wasn't doing all the stuff that was very easy to do with Catherine bell and he isn't doing all the stuff that i feel like everybody's telling me he's supposed to be doing mm-hmm. And then I had this, like, epiphany. No one has, in fact, told me what he's supposed to be doing. <laughs> I, I, I don't, so, like, where is this coming from? My mother has not said to me once, stop yeah. feeding him at night. Uh-huh. Uh, my father hasn't said, stop sleeping with him in the bed. Mm-hmm. Stefan hasn't said, don't do any of these things. Mm-hmm. I, you haven't. Mm-mm. No listener has, I'm like, sure your written doctor us. hasn't. My doctor hasn't. Yeah. No one has. No one has. No one has, it turns out. (laughs) And it turns out that everybody's different. Uh And I think we've talked about that on the show. And that my instincts are all saying, just fucking feed him until he goes to sleep. Why would you? Why? But I feel like I've been trapped in a very tight, small room. Uh I'm just like, why am I fighting this? Why can't Mm. I just enjoy being his mother Mm. and like tending to his needs, Mm -hmm. as it were? Mm-hmm. So I've been, like, wrestling with that. And so I, I, this is all led to, I think I texted you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, Ellis is asleep. So I've taken this five minutes while he's asleep to do some online research on sleep patterns and nursing and basically make myself go crazy yeah. to overthink my yeah. problem. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and I start describing the problem. And you just, like like, with all the casualness <laughs> of, like— a Tuesday, we're like, yeah, well, after when Oscar wakes up after midnight, I just bring him in the bed with me. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're you're bringing your child in the bed? You're, sleep, you're, you're just feeding him and sleeping with him in the bed the second half of the night? God, that makes me feel so good to hear that. It was like, I, because again, I had all these voices that didn't exist telling me that like, the baby yeah. can't be in the bed with you. Yeah. You don't want to co-sleep. You don't yeah. want to do these things. You know, you know, and like, which I still am trying to figure out why I don't want to do any of the, you know, because right. like, oh, yeah. no one, no one cares. Yeah, no one cares. No one cares. No one, literally no literally one. Literally nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the fact that people listen to the show is solely to hear us talk about failing our children. Really, more everybody's yeah. just waiting for that. Yeah. No one really cares that mm-hmm. I'm wrestling with this right now uh-uh. because no one cares. No. So yeah. this brings us to this week's Facebook challenge. Oh yeah. All right. This week's Facebook challenge is I challenge. We'll start a thread mm-hmm. uh, on the day the show comes out, and it will be you list what it is that you you think. You that you should never admit to anybody mm-hmm. that you're doing. Like I might list, I'm pacifying my child with my bosom. Mm-hmm. 
right? That's yeah. done. Horrible thing, no no. thing that, like, yeah, that you're worried is that, that everybody's it's not, judging. It's, it's not good. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I challenge. Like I feed Simon hot dogs every single night. Right. Week. Yeah. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like we haven't talked about that in a not, while. Not in a we while. We haven't been We're eating very many hot dogs. still feeding him still... hot dogs. We eat a lot of spaghetti. <laughs> Whatever it is that you're doing. And then I want all the listeners to go and find. Yeah. Check Something, out what's up check there. Check out what's up there and say, oh, I did that for three years yeah. or whatever. Like whatever. Yeah. Just admit to us. Have a big mm-hmm. open admitting party. Yes. And just have some fucking relief with it. Yes. Right? Yes. And let's all agree that we will commit yeah. to being supportive to one another. So yeah. if you see somebody on there, don't leave them hanging. If, they, if yeah. you haven't done exactly what they're talking about... You can still give some words of comfort to that person. still say, good job. Like, I was reading, like, we have a post up on Facebook about the amber necklace thing. Yeah. The only real takeaway from that is that it said, I'm right. Is it Teresa said that I'm right? I didn't, your article, whatever. Um, (laughs) But, like, we had a lot of great discussion about, like, oh, I actually used it. I really liked it. And I didn't. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Good fucking job. Who gives a shit? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Did you use it? Did you use it? Great. Did it help you? Yeah. Good. Did you not? Do you think it's a total piece of shit? Fine. Great. Who cares? <laughs> Great. So it's not, there's no judging here. It's just good job. Good yeah. job if you used it. Good job if you didn't. Yeah. Right? So that's what we're looking for. That's this week's challenge. Yeah. Speaking of challenges, let's let's talk about <laughs> why on earth we'd want to get pregnant again. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. You love being a mom. I love being a mom. You love it so much you've done it twice. <sighs> right? And you're and you're really you're doing it great. Right? Yeah. And it's just it's so, pretty easy. Yeah. So it just came really easily to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So right about now, at like the six, seven month mark. Uh-huh. How many times have you honestly had the thought? You just want to go and get pregnant again. A few. Right. Because, I mean, I'm going to say that that first thing I said was clearly bullshit given the first part of the show. Yeah. This is very hard. We're clearly not adapting to this once again with great grace and ease. No, no. Because I don't think anybody can adapt to it. I think it's just always hard. Yeah, it's hard. I have... I will have, like, a week of, like, this dark week, mm-hmm. and then I'll have, like, two great days, and I'll be, like, putting Ellis in his little car seat, mm-hmm. and I'll be, like, you are the most adorable baby in the whole world. Mm-hmm. I love you. <sighs> I should have another baby. I want to be pregnant again. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? I know. And then I'm, like, what is that? Yeah. It's as if somebody just came up behind me and scared me or poured water down my back yeah. or something. I have honestly had overwhelming urges to be pregnant. Really overwhelming urges. Again. Okay. And to have another baby in the house. Wow. Do you remember how much you hated being pregnant? I don't like babies Do and I don't like pregnancy. <laughs> I don't like either of those times at all. I saw a woman walking in like the cutest like pra- I was like, yeah. Man. I want to be pregnant. I know. So then I go online. Yeah. And I was like, does anybody like I was like yeah. did a Google is search? Just, is this a thing? Yeah, it's it's, it's a, totally thing. a thing. They're yeah. like just message boards after message boards of people talking crazy. Yeah, 
about like wanting. Now, yeah. some people genuinely want like the big family, so they, they yeah, really sure. are like, ah, how soon can I get pregnant? Again? Yeah, yeah, right. I'm like, I don't know how much that is with the hormones versus the like, I just want to have the other baby right away. Yeah. Fine, fine, fine. Yeah. Uh, but then there's the rest of us out there yeah. who want the break, <laughs> right? Or who said I don't want any more kids? Yeah, or, like, or whatever. Financially, and financially, like whatever. Yeah. yeah, you're not sleeping. Right. There's this. I, I I cannot find the scientific data to back it up. I was like, are there hormonal reasons? Yeah. Are there? And actually, every time I tried to research it, it would come up with all the hormonal reasons why your body doesn't allow you to get pregnant again, uh-huh. but it doesn't talk about the psychological like yeah. this thing that happens. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do you? I mean, like. Okay, I'm about to talk out of my ass. Are you ready? It wouldn't be one bad mother if we weren't talking out of our asses. <laughs> is this another science show? Yeah, this, great. Is, a, this is a great science episode, guys. Oh, good. Um, okay, here's my sort of working theory. I think there is something about, because I've heard lots of other women say around this time, around seven months, yeah. I started feeling like maybe I would have another child. Yeah. I don't know. That wasn't in my plan, and right. that wasn't something I wanted later. But around that time, that's when I really wanted it. So my theory is, like, there's something that happens around this time where you, all of a sudden, you're, you can see that your baby is going to become a child. Like, uh-huh. your baby, it's totally still a baby. It needs right. a lot of things. But, like, it's not the teeny tiny newborn baby where you, like, I have no idea what's going on in yeah. your little head. And, like, I, you're so tiny and who are you? And... You know, you're brand new right. and, you you know, whatever. It's like all of a sudden you can see them becoming a child. Right. Like becoming a person. Yeah. And so it's kind of like the end of a period of your life, okay. which is this expectation, this, like, hopefulness. Right. You not felt that hopeful Not that there's that not hope anymore, but, like, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? No, like, all I of a sudden. Sort of the infant is gone. Yeah, the, the like new, gone, the... yeah, and the expectation. The like when you're, ex- yeah, because I mean, I hated being pregnant too, but like I still nostalgically look back and yeah. you're like, oh my god, I want that feeling of just right, whatever. I don't even know what it is, but I think it's like we're on to this sort of next phase, right? And there is something lost there. There were that we're saying goodbye to that time of yeah. like expectation. I guess. I think. Yeah, there's a little bit like. I turned to Stefan like the other day because we go through. Even Stefan at one point in time randomly said, "Oh, we should have another baby." Yeah, and I was just like, "When? When? When did he say that?" This was like a month ago. Okay, it was like just totally random and out of the blue. We were just having a great day. Everything was in sync. Yeah, everybody wants another baby when everything's in sync, right? For the one day. For the one day. I know. (laughs) That one glorious day. And I just looked at him and I was like, "You are a fucking crazy person." Yeah. But. So then it was like we were driving somewhere and everybody was asleep in the car and we were driving. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, I do think, though, if by accident I, ha- I got pregnant again, mm-hmm. this time I would just I would totally do it naturally because I was so kind of bummed out in retrospect mm-hmm. of how bad the epidural went this last mm-hmm. time. I would totally do it naturally. And he just turns to me and he says, let's don't go and have another kid just so you can prove <laughs> you can do this thing that you didn't do the first two times. And I'm like, but there's something to that because it's a little like. I messed this pregnancy up again. I didn't enjoy it as much as I was supposed to enjoy oh it. Why God. did I ruin? If I get yeah. pregnant again this time, I'm this really, time I'm really gonna, really I'm gonna, really gonna let go. I'm oh, really yeah. gonna embrace the pregnancy this yeah. time, yeah. or I'm really gonna embrace the first six months this yeah. time. Just like I'm really embracing the, because, like, and it, to go back to what we were talking about to begin with, I can remember when Catherine Ball was like three, and we were like, I was just pregnant, like mm-hmm. you know, and I was like. 
this time I'm not going to rush this. This time I'm just going to, like, do this the right mm-hmm. way. You know, here I am fucking rushing it. I'm just like, ah, I'm going to set everything up. I'm overthinking about everything. About the baby you talking yeah, about? Oh, the, yeah, uh-huh. about the baby. You're like, now, like, uh-huh. well, why wouldn't I just want to sit there and feed him all day? Yeah. I have the opportunity that I didn't have with her to do it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but because I'm already, like, quote, unquote, messing it up right mm-hmm. now by stressing out, I'm like, I should have another baby. And this time. <laughs> yeah. This time. you can't change anything about your current circumstances. Nope. nope. Right. Boat has <laughs> sailed on the first two. They're doomed. So I need another one who yeah. just hangs out. Yeah. We're just going to hang out. Yeah. Hang out, baby. You know what, though? I will also admit that I feel less like having another baby mm. than I did before. Because like, when we started the show yeah. and we had this conversation slightly different mm-hmm. version of this conversation mm-hmm. way back. But you you were like, yeah, we're going to probably do three. Yeah, well, so. I think I was always, we were always saying two or three, but yeah. I always kind of felt like, well, if we're saying two or three, it's probably going to be three. Probably going to be three. Um, Which means you'll but, get twins. I know, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, no, I actually, like, although I definitely can, like, attest to those hormonal urges of like Mm -hmm. wanting like missing kind of like longing for that pregnancy feeling or longing for the newborn you know time I like honestly and truly feel less like having a third baby than I ever have in my life and I (laughs) like I think part of that is that like I just Oscar's really great and Simon's really great yeah. and then we have two fucking dogs right? and Jesse works all the time yeah. like why why do we need it like everything feels very full <laughs> you know like right. and in a, in a really in a good way too yeah. like our kids are great and like what what am I you know what, what I mean missing? like there's no yeah. I kind of I don't I don't feel like there's anything missing but also it's way harder than I thought it was going to be Right. Yeah, it the really whole is. bullshit of like two are easy kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, you already like, have, have one. one. Your life so is much already easier. Ruined. No, yeah, it's, it's not. It's not like that. No, it can get ruined more. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but then they say that the third is you is you barely even know it's there. Like you just forget it. You forget it wherever you like. Where did I leave that it baby? Just raises did I just leave that baby somewhere? Yeah. All right. So. So I think there's also there's also something about centuries of of evolution mm-hmm. uh, where there was a time we were wanting to have kids all the time because right. true because let's let's face it they weren't all surviving right it was like life and was we hard. needed them to like carry things on and populate yeah. and like all the stuff there was this and like work on the farm yeah we needed hands yeah right so is that like in our bones kind yeah, of in our like, bones is that, yeah are we like yeah we've evolved to want this that you just instinctively like right around yeah. that six months because six months is also the time when a lot of periods come back yeah your menstrual cycle for most people could start if it, you know some people starts like I've heard horror stories of it starting like right away a month, yeah right yeah. away and then they're like shit I'm pregnant uh, whoops <laughs> but like on average like six months and if you're breastfeeding it can sometimes that can sometimes put it off blah 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 yeah. sometimes it can't there is no science to this specifically people yeah. I mean there's science but the science proves that it could be fucking anything yeah is that why around that five like the month Maybe, or so leading yeah. up to when that could start coming back your well, brain starts going because not and even they're also the kids are having solid food at that time so t- theoretically around six seven months that's when they they don't need to be nursing quite so much right and yeah and they're getting their nutrition elsewhere and yeah i think that's when your period's supposed to come back mine has not come back which is perfectly fine i know same here i'm like Phew. i'm like i was like i would not emotionally no 
I know. Physically, without the sleep, without the everything. I know. Be able to handle this I know. on surge of hormones. <laughs> I, I would like. I might I just know. go out for milk for real this yeah, time. Yeah, I know, right? And like, I know. really not come back. I know. I think. Well, that's the thing is that I would gladly trade. I would gladly get my period if it meant Oscar was sleeping at night and I right, was getting true. up to nurse him ten that's times true. a night, which is the reason, by the way, that uh, I'm not getting probably my not period getting yet. my period. That's true. <laughs> so I would take a thousand periods for yeah. six nights sleep. Uh, yeah. The devil just shows up and then as a oh the period devil you. the period devil's not my soul that I'm trading in but or I will give you soul. are your babies but I will give you a thousand periods <laughs> for one week of full night sleep period devil because mm-hmm. uh, it would make sense to me if we were having this conversation a year out. Where you're like kind of settled in, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. or even two years. Well, that's out. when I had it last time. Yeah, I was a year out. But I don't remember with Catherine Bell feeling that weird urge, mm. like early, maybe like once or twice. I had a couple mm-hmm. of moms. We'd all be like, "That's weird." Well, you were in the forest, though. I never was in a forest. Weren't you in the forest? You were in. You the, had the. You forest. had the forest. I was in like a beautiful paradise forest. You were. In you a were. Beauty. You. I were was in a horrible in like a, nightmare. You forest. were like in the woods. I was. <laughs> I was in that, yeah, the Hansel and Gretel forest, right? Witches around every corner forest. Yeah, so but so this time it just catches me so off guard since we're so adamant that we're not having any more. Can I ask you something, though, like straight up? Sure. Like, are you, do you think there's any chance that you, like, will have another baby? Or are we just talking about this as, like, a joke? It's, there's a really. Like, I know you genuinely feel the desire to, but, like, is there any part of you that, like, might allow that to take over? You know, I I gotta tell you, I will be honest. There's a small part, but then I'm just like, this would be, if I, if, Uh if we did it again. Full-time nanny. (laughs) That's what I keep telling Jesse. I'm like, if we're at a point in our lives where we can have a full-time nanny, I'll totally have another kid. Same here. (laughs) Yeah, same here. No, it is, I would want to do it right away. So that I, Uh this time, because last time I was very much like, great, separate, enough age. And it is, it's working out well. I mean, there are other, like, developmental things I'm dealing with with Catherine Bell while Mm -hmm. having a baby, which are hard. Yeah. But she can play on her own. Yeah, I'm jealous. Yeah, I mean, she's, I'm not like... Worried that she's walking and is going to fall down the stairs anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she just, everything works as it's supposed to work. Yeah. But now I'm like, if I did it again, I'd want it right away just so I could be miserable the next three years, just mm-hmm. in and out. Just like, I just know, and by me, I mean joyous. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? Like, where yeah. I just, I'm like going from like newborn, ah, yeah. to newborn, ah, right? Yeah. Like, and not, I just, I've, I've tasted the freedom of the grown, the older kid. Yeah. And the like, you know e- it's coming. Evenings of like Stefan and I actually going out on dates and yeah. like all that. Like I, I know that. Exp- I know like enjoying things I want to enjoy again. Yeah. And now that's gone for a little while. So if I was going to do it again, it it better come fast. I don't want to even have a glimpse of the like. I could sit down for two hours and do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or I could go away on a trip. How do people do it? You just do it. That's the only answer I know to that question. Let's see if our guest today says that exact thing to us. Yeah, and then I bet by the end of talking to her, we're going to be like, let's have, we can do it. We have, can have six kids. Let's have four more kids. Yeah, okay. That'd be great.
Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time. Somebody remind me nine months from now if I'm pregnant what my fail is. <laughs> Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Oscar is now mobile. Is he crawling? And uh, scooting and yeah, rolling. Yeah, scooting and rolling. He only cares about Simon's stuff now. He doesn't care about any of his own stuff. Right. Um, and Simon has a lot of little things. Yes. Yeah. And I was totally freaking out because I couldn't really keep him away from them anymore. Yeah. And, like, even if I, like, try to create, like, a zone for one over here and a zone for the other. I mean, they <laughs> share a room. And then right. it's like I walk to the kitchen and I come back and Simon has moved something. And, yeah. like, he's not really old enough to, like, I can tell him that stuff isn't for your brother. But, like, he's not going to be aware of that. I, even my Almost five-year-old cannot Yeah, grasp it's really this. hard for them, too. Yeah. So I was kind of, like, freaking out about this. And then I got this idea um, from a, another mommy to basically have Simon help me pack up all of his smallest toys. Mm. Anything that is actually unsafe for Oscar is getting packed up for, like, a year. Simon helped me pack it all up. Wow. And... As, like, a reward for packing all this stuff up, he got one new thing that he can share with Oscar. That wow. is a, It's a new thing, but it's, like, a – it's something that's – it's, like, a little people thing, you yeah, know? Yeah, with bigger with, parts. It has, like, bigger yeah. parts, and they can both play with it or take turns, but it's safe to have out. And the Ooh. little stuff is just gone. It's just gone. It's in the garage. Yeah. And it'll come back out again when it's safe. Wow. Yeah. Good Good job. Genius yeah. mom whose idea it was. Yeah. And genius implementing the idea. Yeah, I felt a lot better. Yeah, that's really good. I, My genius is uh, yesterday, Catherine Bell, I, she ran like all day. We just had a big day. She and I went out and did something in the morning. And then she had a birthday party. And we walked, she and I walked in the door around quarter till five. And she went back to her room. And Stephanie and I were getting dinner started. We usually eat at 6 o'clock, and he goes back to check on her, like, right at 5, and she's asleep. She's just gone in and passed out. Oh, my God. Wow. And we've just put Ellis down for a nap. Oh, my God. It's 5 o'clock on Sunday. And And the kids are asleep. Both kids are asleep. They're both going to wake up. We still have to wake them up and feed them dinner. Right, right, right. right. We got 40 minutes with Ellis. Oh, yeah. And we're going to have to wake her up. Oh, yeah. Right? But I just... Instead of doing the, we need to wake every, we need to wake yeah. her up. We got to eat. We have to be sleeping. eat at six o'clock. Our yeah. schedule is six o'clock, yeah. and then bath. And then I just said, fuck the schedules. Uh, Let them sleep. Uh. Make cocktails. <gasps> We're going outside. Uh. We've got the baby monitor. You know, uh, the whole nine yards heaven. finally set up. Complete and he just looked heaven. at me and he was like, okay. And like it was twenty minutes. We just sat outside yeah. on the porch. Yeah. Totally quiet. Amazing. It was really great. Good job. It was great. Thank you. Hello. I am calling with a genius moment. 
<laughs> so the other day, I took a nice long walk with family, and um, the baby, uh, eleven, almost eleven months old, was asleep in the stroller, and off we went on this nice long walk. And I neglected to bring any sort of baby carrier um, because she was asleep in the stroller. So about halfway through this walk, which I think ended up being close to three miles, um, she woke up and wanted nothing to do with her stroller seat anymore. So we had to carry her, and she's squirmy, and she's probably about 15 pounds, but still gets tiring um, carrying her. So I really wished I had a carrier. Well, I looked at what I had, and all I had were a couple of blankets. And one of them was those nice... Uh, big swaddle blankets, those gauze swaddle blankets. So I asked my mother-in-law to um, help tie it around me. And so she, we tied it so it went underneath my daughter's bum like a sling. And then we took the other blanket, which was a smaller blanket, and tied it around my midsection um, to sort of hold her against me, like tied her to me. <laughs> now, I wouldn't have gone completely hands-free, but it definitely kept her from squirming as much, and it took the weight off of my arms, so I was able to walk more freely, more comfortably. Um, so I basically made my own baby carrier out of what I had lying around. So I thought that that was pretty genius. I was pretty happy with myself. Anyway, love the show. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. That was great. That was great. Yeah, that's really I've cool. been there where I've yeah. wanted, I've been like, can I do this? Yeah. And then I don't because I'm usually by myself or whatever. It's but like, by yourself, yeah. That is amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, good job. And shout out, I hope, to the mother-in-law for not totally, for you not feeling like you're being judged by your mother-in-law while yeah. you do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, should you do that? I mean, anybody else might give you a heart. I did, I, just good job. Yeah, totally. I just think that's great. That great is very job. genius. Yeah. Failures. <sighs> Impress me, I guess. You suck. One thing was Simon saw Simon used to watch Yo Gabba Gabba when yeah. it was on Netflix, and then they took it off. Yeah. And the one episode that he used to always watch was the animals episode where they go, "Who made these tracks? Mm-hmm. Where do they go?" And like <laughs> we used to sing it all the time with Jesse and stuff. And then he just kept asking me, "Could we get that? Could we get that? Could we get that?" And I kept saying, "Like, yeah, maybe." Because I just thought it would just go away. Right. Like, I was like, come on. I'm not going to, like, go buy a DVD for you. We have Netflix. Like, there's endless things to watch on there, even if there's no Yo Gabba. Yeah. And, like, he kept asking. (laughs) And then he would, like, ask again. And I kept being like, yeah, maybe. Right. Yeah, we might be able. Yeah, remind me next time we're at the store. Like, (laughs) just kind of like that. Just kind of, like, brushing him off. And then finally, like... Six months later, he's asking for it. Wow. Still. And it dawns on me, I'm a fucking asshole. Like, I've been telling, I've been brushing off this two-year-old about this thing (laughs) for six months. Like, what is your fucking problem? Right. Like, either just tell him you're not going to get it or just go fucking get it. Right. And so we go to get it and they have it yeah. at target it's in a three pack uh, of dvds so we ended up spending like close to 20 bucks on this thing uh, <laughs> but I, but by then i just felt so guilty about it that i felt like i just had to do right, it right 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 and then come to find out it's streaming on amazon prime i was going to say it's like 
Could, or could you have just bought the one episode on iTunes? I'm sure I could have. I'm sure, yes. But like, I was like, I had gotten just to, to the point where failure. I was like, yes, Simon, we are going to get it. Today <laughs> is the day. Today I will come through for you. And so, like, we just did it. You know, we just did it. Uh, the, the failure of just realizing that you're kind of purposely being a dick to your kid. Yeah. I, that's that's Thursday. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Thanks. Good job. What nice. do you have? Uh, well, mine was, so last week... We go, there's a yard sale happening on our street. We go down, meet the neighbors, uh-huh. lovely. I'm like, I'm just being super nice. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, look, I'm a normal yeah. neighbor who lives yeah. in your I'm neighborhood. I'm a mom, yeah. A mom, a neighbor. Nice, look how great yeah, I am. Yeah, I've got some yeah. cool tattoos. Yeah, isn't it nice? And she's like an older woman. She's like been in the neighborhood forever. So uh-huh. great, yeah, yeah. So we start talking. I said, you don't have any pots. Do you by any chance for, you know, the backyard for plants? And yeah, let me go back and look. You know what? You can have them for free. These nice big ceramic pots. She's oh. like, I'll clean them up. Uh, can you come by like Monday or Tuesday, like at 530? And I'm like, absolutely. I don't go. 530 is like the worst fucking yeah, time in the world. The like, why time. did I A, say yes to 530? Yeah. That's like dinner. Clearly didn't Nothing. Think that I didn't think it through. Yeah. And I, she's like just far enough away down the street that like Try, like, how do I, like, do I, I'm like, I'll go write a note and stick it on her door. Right. Or I'll just, to hell with dinner, I'll go. Or I'll go this weekend right. and drop by. I just haven't done it because it's just me right. and, like, these two kids. Right. And, like, it's not like she's always open with the yard sale. Right. Like, like, I'm by. here for my free pots. Right. And when I go, I got to carry three ceramic pots right. back. Right. Like, yeah. I just, I just so, like, yeah. not only did I, like, fail at, like, just getting these three nice things for myself, I now just seem like a total asshole flake. and flake, <laughs> right? Which I've kind of surrendered to in my life these days, but, like, still, yeah. Uh, yeah. so mad about that, that idiot. Sucks. I know, I just, it's just, like, one of those things where, like, you can't be have anything nice. <laughs> so, I had my first moment as a mother just the other day. My name is Ariana and I have a three and a half month old boy named Renegade. I was taking a nap with my son and during my nap I had a nightmare (laughs) in my nightmare somebody was trying to get me. So into the door reached this woman and as her hand entered my door, I bit her hand. <gasps> Just so it turned out, it was my son's hand in my face while I was sleeping. And I bit him. <laughs> so I woke to a crying baby. But the baby's hand was okay. No bite marks, no blood. Just an awful memory for him to remember me by. <laughs> and that was my first fail as a mother. Well, welcome to it. Yeah. Welcome to it. I, I like I that you're wise enough to know it's your first. Yeah, of many. Yeah. Well, I just, I just kind of love that it's like, well, I'm having this nightmare, and there's yeah. a hand reaching in, yeah. and I bit the hand. Yeah. That sounds like a really creepy nightmare. Oh, I just, I don't know why. I heard this. This was like just one of my favorite fail calls we've had in a while. Trust me, though, people, a lot of great fails out there. We're coming, we're getting to them. But I just thought that was particularly, yeah. it was a, it was a particular new twist. It is a new on twist. the mom fail. That we yeah, haven't quite gotten to. Yeah, the dangers of bed sharing. Of bed. <laughs> Good. Let me add that to my list yeah. of things that I'm ruining. What? You are the greatest mom I've ever. 
Let's call a mom. Oh, good. Today we are calling Don Meehan, creator of the blog Because I Said So, and author of the books Because I Said So and Other Tales from a Less Than Perfect Parent, and You'll Lose the Baby Weight and Other Lies About Pregnancy and Childbirth, and Single Mother of Six Kids. Lord help me. <laughs> Welcome, Don. Hi, guys. <laughs> like, People have that reaction. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the why. Kids, they just tend to have that reaction. <laughs> Do you get tired of it? I, You know what? It doesn't bother me. I, I think about all the crazy questions that yeah. I've been asked, you know, all the standards. You do know what causes that, right? <laughs> and, and what, don't you own a television? And, uh, oh, you must have your hands full, all the standard ones. I, I honestly, I talk it up to like, I'm sure people are just curious, right? They're just curious. They just want to know. They're not, you know, meaning any harm or no. disrespect. But the other day I was thinking about it. And I thought, well, what if moms of many kind of turned it around and went up to someone yeah. and said, what, you only have two? Oh, my gosh, your hands must be empty. Ah, or, that's the best. <laughs> oh, what religion are you? You you clearly aren't Catholic or Mormon. <laughs> but, oh, my gosh. Well, I was, you know, I, we were joking that, you know, six kids, do, do Teresa and I, can we ever, ever, after speaking with you, feel indulgently guilty or, like, bad about feeling overwhelmed <laughs> with our two? Uh, and the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, well, let's, let's get, well, why don't you tell our listeners, let's, let's start off with just who lives in your house. Let's just get a taste of it. All right. Well, there's me, yep. and I have a 19-year-old son, Austin. I've got an 18-year-old daughter, Savannah. I've got a 15-year-old son, Jackson, and a 13-year-old, I just stop and think, I'm terrible, a 13-year-old daughter, Lexi, um, a, an, a 10-year-old son, Clayton, and an 8-year-old daughter, Brooklyn. I'm okay, so here's the, here's, the, here's the first obnoxious question that comes to my mind. No twins? Because, like, that's like everybody I know who's got, like, four or more kids, it's like, well, we were going to have one more, and then we had twins. And a surprise, yeah. yeah. No, I, I had, you know, three boys, three girls, and I had them boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl. So, you know, I, I did my planning very well. Yeah, you were, that's, that's kind of amazing. amazing. Yeah. What were you, what, what special tea did you drink, or how yeah, did you right? stand to make that happen? Um. Well, let's let's you know. I, and let me just tell the listeners: uh, we're going to try and avoid a lot of the frequently asked questions. We're going to link everybody to Dawn's blog, where she actually has an amazing section of frequently asked questions for people with six or more kids. And we will try and do our normal, uh, you know, let's ask completely ridiculous, irrelevant questions of our guests <laughs> that only we come up with when you know because we are really rude. Um, Those are the best yeah. questions. Those are the best. Well, so. If you don't mind, I want to start with single mom. Um, You know, you either party like a rock star or the single mom thing happened slightly after the last, maybe the last kid came along. That has to be a huge transition. If you don't mind, I'd like to hear about that shift. How did you make that work for yourself? (laughs) I'm still trying to make it work. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm sure. Huge. Well, and and just to add to it, then um, right when I got divorced, my kids and I moved to Florida from Chicagoland oh, wow. to Florida. 
So it was a huge transition with no family or friends down here, a completely different culture, huge culture shock yeah. moving here. So, you know, if you're going to, you know, change your life, change it in a big way. <laughs> well, I know, no, that's really interesting. i got to stop you right there because that we've talked about it on the show before with other single moms and just and when you aren't single and have kids about how important it is to try and develop a community. How did you how did you make that work? How did you find support? Well, one of my best friends from high school, she works down here at a school, at a middle school, and she had had mentioned to me, oh, some time ago, I've got this job I think you'd be perfect for. I'm like, oh, that's funny. You know, I'm, I'm in Chicago. I'm married. I'm not interested in getting a job in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> and then as things turned out, you know, I ended up divorced. And she's saying, still telling me, you know, you should come down here. I think this would be a perfect job for you. I'd love to have you. And I started thinking, why not? Why not? Let's go for it. So I've got her and, you know, through her. When you have kids, you meet people. You can't help it, you know, whether it's meeting them on the football field or whatever your kids are involved in or whether it's the school calling to say, hey, you need to come down here for so-and-so again. You end up meeting people. So, yeah, and then they feel sorry for you. I play the, oh, my gosh, I'm a single mom with six kids. They feel sorry for you and they help you out. (laughs) I can tell you how impressed I am. I mean, six kids aside – I am so impressed with the, maybe I should go try that job in Florida. I know, yeah. Uh, (laughs) That's such a good job. Yeah. Good job. You know, I just, I felt led to take it, though. I just, you know, I I wasn't sure. I prayed long and hard and just felt led to come down here. That's so great. I'm so impressed by that. That is incredible. Um, yeah, most people call it crazy, but, you know, incredible works, too. Yeah, I, I feel a little like once, like, you've kind of crossed the border into the, like, having kids zone, the, what is reality and what is not reality, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, becomes a little blurred. And, you know, it's just one of eight million things somebody can call you crazy about. Right. <laughs> um, all right. You, ha- you had six kids and you clearly planned it well. Because you had the boy, girl, boy, girl. Right. We're very yeah. impressed. Did you, was it sort of a, like a, was it, did you always know you wanted to have a big family? Was it a, whoops, hey, we got six? Was it a, hey, let's have six. I'm tired of waiting in line. I need somebody, you know, at Disneyland, I need somebody to hold my place. Yeah, hold my place. <laughs> now we're set. <laughs> what was the thought behind that? Because again, Teresa and I were sitting here talking earlier in the show about, that urge to have another baby and like how real is it and like how do you decide if that is the next thing that you want to do or if it's just your hormones going crazy I would love some insight well you know I always wanted to have a big family as a kid I always wanted to have a big family but I wanted to have a I wanted my mom to have more kids and I wanted more cousins and aunts and uncles yeah I didn't think about having a ton myself you know I've just got one sister my ex-husband he just has one sister and so, you know, two kids, we thought, yeah, probably have two kids. That's good. And I, I'm not really mathy, so two <laughs> ended up being six. You know I'm not mathy because I couldn't figure out the difference between Pacific and Eastern time. <laughs> like, no, I, they were half-heartedly planned. It was it was not, oh, yes, let's go for another one. But it wasn't like, oh, no, 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 we don't want any more. It was kind right. of, ah, what will come will come. And it, you know. I'm, I'm very cool with it. It's good. <laughs> so here's a question. Teresa and I were wondering um, that maybe you could actually just a uh, mom to mom could help us out with. So we're early on in our families. Uh, I've got a four and a half year old, almost five year old and a six month old. And Teresa's got an almost three year old and a seven month old. And I we both sort of really wrestle with 
how do you help the first one with their independence and understand that you can't do everything with them that you were once doing while you take care of the new one uh, in a way that doesn't turn them into a potential future sociopath? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. I've, you know what, I had, um, my firstborn was a pain in the butt baby. He cried nonstop. He cried all the time. He probably would have deterred most people from having any more. (laughs) It was very colicky. It was very difficult, very clingy, demanding. Um, But I didn't know any better, and I thought that's just how babies came. Right. So when I had my second one, I remember going to the doctor saying, there's something wrong with her. She doesn't cry. (laughs) You know, and he looked at me like, you're crazy. Just enjoy it. I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. She doesn't cry. He's like, again, don't knock it. (laughs) So all my energy still went to that first demanding attention, you know, craving son, and my daughter was so content and happy to lie there and just watch what was going on. So I kind of had it, I guess, easy in that way. I, I don't know about the whole preventing them from becoming sociopaths thing, so I, I'm still working on that. I'm not, you know. Well, did you, like, did you wrestle with, like, a personal mom guilt about it? Like, sorry, you're just going to have to figure it out on your own, kid, you know, or as you had each child. Did it become easier? Does it ever become easier? Like, is that just some lie that people tell you that, like, you know, there's the first lie of, like, go ahead and have another one because it's way easier once you have the one, which is a, is a horrible lie. And then there's the, like, lie of by the third or fourth, you don't care that they cry anymore. You don't care that they, like, you just tuned it out. I assume, is that, like, is that true? Is there That's any so truth funny. to that? Or I think it, oh. I think there is a degree of truth, you know. My first one would fall down. Oh, honey, are you okay? Kisses, boo-boo, get the band-aid, you know. Somewhere along the line, and I can't even tell you which kid it was, but somewhere <laughs> along the line, it, it all blends together, I'm telling you. Somewhere <laughs> along the line, it became like, well, is your bone sticking out? No, then go play. You're fine. Put <laughs> some dirt on it. Suck it up. I think you definitely get a little more relaxed over time. And I, I was never a type A person to begin with, but you definitely get more relaxed over time. You know, been there, done that. You know how it works. You kind of, you know, realize you're going to screw them up no matter what. So, yeah, have fun, relax, play with them. <laughs> <laughs> just like, just everybody's just like, Oh. No, it's just like, it's actually kind of terrifying how I much know. this conversation is just making me feel like, oh, we can just have more kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You guys are in the thick of it. You've yeah. got, you know, the diapers and the feedings and all the, they, you have to do so much for them at this age. And um, I, I think definitely in a large family, kids become a little more independent, probably a little bit earlier. You know, yeah. my... My 10-year-old will go and, you know, scramble eggs in the morning or whatever, you know, do stuff like that. Whereas maybe if he was an only child or, you know, if I only had a couple, they might not do so much for themselves that mine do, if that makes sense. No, but it does. Sense. Yeah. No, it, it and does I think as they've gotten older, it's gotten, I, it has gotten easier. It's gotten different. You know, when they have problems, they're much more dramatic, bigger problems <laughs> than a skin knee, but it has gotten easier overall, I'd say. Oh, well, that's kind of good to hear. <laughs> Speaking of things that are good to hear and, and lies, you've got two books out that are hilarious. What led to, you know, here's a, we, we ask this of people, we've had people on the show who have blogs and have books who've got one kid, 
who have two kids, who have kids with special needs, and who have, you know, like, whatever, whatever variety of issues or, or special setups that they've got, our big takeaway is always, whatever you got is what you got, and it's as hard or it's as easy as whatever you personally have, you know, to, so this question is, is kind of an off question, but it's trying to find the time to write, and you maintain this blog so well, and you... You've got these two books, and you know you joke on the blog that you're trying to work on your on your next one. <laughs> How do you really the time management for as a mother, uh, who all moms need to go out and try and find that time for themselves, whether they're working full time or they're at home, whatever it is. That doesn't mean they're that they've got time for themselves in terms of balancing out to you know to fill this need. How do you what, what do you do that that helps give you that time? Um, I've learned to live without sleep. Ah. That's, that's what, that's the secret, ladies. Just, just give up sleep. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no. I'm so I, um, easy. That's so easy. I'm being forced <laughs> into that. that. Moment. Just right. sleep. Get an extra eight hours every day. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, it, it was definitely a huge adjustment because I was a stay at home or work at home mom for like 16 years yeah. when I was married. So I was always there at home for my kids and I could, you know, if I was working from home, no problem. I could still, you know, take time out, throw in a load of laundry and whatever. And right. and now, um, wow, is it hard working full-time out of the house? It really is. I, I admit it. It took me, it probably, let's see, I've been down here in Florida working full-time for th- three years now. And it took me till this third year before I really felt like I could juggle and, and manage and figure it all out. So it did take some time. And still, I, I, you know, I juggle, but I drop balls all the time. I just try not to drop the same ball repeatedly. Well, thank goodness you've got six kids to pick all those balls up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, sure. They're great at picking stuff up. I never have to yell at them to pick their laundry up or what makes my brain absolutely explode is when I've done their laundry. I've folded it. I've given it to them. They put it back in the hamper instead of in their drawers. I'll, I'll go to do laundry and it's like still folded in a stack in there. Oh. That is just wrong. Well, I can remember the audible sound of my mother going up to the top of the steps where the laundry basket was. And like, and none of the laundry was ever in the basket. It was like always just all over the place. And you would hear her, my, my Catholic mother would go, oh, God damn laundry. Well, like, like, like the sigh was so like the like ultimate Catholic swear, and it was just like it was just amazing, and it has scarred me for life. Uh, <laughs> see, we all get scarred for life. See, exactly, yeah. and we're, we're, we're all we're all functioning kind of. <laughs> well, the- you know what? I I put a question on Facebook a while back. Um, you know, if you could have a do over, what is one thing you would change? You know, if you could if you could do over hmm. any from a parenting standpoint, yeah. if you could do over anything, and and almost everybody said. Um, Something along the lines of, I would just relax more. I'd play with them more. I would not worry about things as much. I would, you know, make sure I, whenever they said, Mom, look at this. And, you know, they're jumping on one foot and they've asked you to look at them like 15 times before. Look, look at me. Look at me. Look what I can do. They'd still, they drop everything and look, you know, and take that time. I think that's the most important thing. Just take the time, enjoy them, find the humor, you know, because, oh, my gosh, kids are hilarious. Find the humor. Even when they're doing something bad, you can usually find the humor in it. And and not stress so much about everything else. Ugh. Yeah, that's, that's that's my secret there. <laughs> I really needed to hear that. I, I needed to hear that <laughs> yeah, too. That's yeah, really good. because it, yeah. it, I think especially like 
parents can get so it's so easy to get caught up in the stress and the pressure and the everything's got to be perfect or everything's got to be even half perfect mm-hmm. or if i let this happen they're going to you know grow up to be criminals or if i let this happen you know like whatever it is the pressure is so great and you can even like say it to yourself like relax mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean you you take the advice. So it really is good to hear. That That is, mm-hmm. I think Teresa and I both needed to hear that today. So thank you. <laughs> you are most welcome. I'm like, look at me. Like, I know what I'm You're talking proud. about. I'm an expert here. Yeah, like, expert. Advice, I mean, compared to us, you literally <laughs> yeah. are an expert. You are. So it's okay. Six times the expert that we yeah. are at this moment. Yeah. So, well, Don, I think your math is a little off. On oh, it, my math anyways. is off. Whatever. Yeah. You are 22 times <laughs> more aware of Barry. <laughs> Dawn, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. And we're going to link everybody up to the books that are hilarious. And speaking of a good way to take a break uh, from the stresses of motherhood and parenthood, uh, the books are just great. The blog is great. We're going to link you up to that. We'll make sure we link you up to all the frequently asked questions that are very well answered. <laughs> and uh, as Dawn, you're doing a great job. Yes. You sound so well, made together. You? And I just, we're so impressed and you're just doing great. Well, thanks. No one's been arrested yet. Knock on wood. So, you know, <laughs> you, you lower your expectations more because you have too, I think. <laughs> you know, I, I, you you all arrive someplace and everybody's wearing shoes. It's a good day. It doesn't matter if they're matching, if they're, you know, whatever. Everybody remembered their shoes. It's good. <laughs> Except for, of course, the parents. Um, right. <laughs> thank you so much. And uh, hopefully we'll get to talk to you again soon. Thank That'd you very much. That'd be great. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. What I've got, I don't want. All it does is hover and tongue. Reminding me what I used to be, what I may never be again. Turns out what I'm good at doing Is making something out of the ruin Of all this wasted space That can never be replaced Learn it all again tomorrow Learn it all again tomorrow You're a classy character with excellent taste, so you already know about Earwolf and all the great programming they have. You know that you can catch comedy giants like Michael Ian Black and Michael Showalter tackling mankind's most difficult questions on topics. You know that Earwolf made podcast pioneer Jimmy Pardo's show Never Not Funny free to the public. You most certainly know that shows like Comedy Bang Bang, How Did This Get Made, and Professor Blastoff feature comedians Scott Ackerman, Paul Scheer, Jason Mantzoukas, and Tig Notaro, among others. But did you know that Earwolf.com is the place to listen to the shows, get super cool merch, and sign up for the exclusive newsletter? Well, now you do. So no more dilly-dallying. Over to Earwolf.com you go. Now! Yeah, I needed to hear that. Yeah. You know what it is? The difference is, like, rather than just... Because 
when we say like we need to just relax, we need to just relax, right. like that's not it doesn't like mean anything really. Yeah. And like it was just really helpful to hear someone reminding me like what to focus on. Like right. instead of just like stop being crazy. <laughs> it's like, yeah, just play. Like Spend some time playing, even if the dishes aren't getting done. You know, like if, if we like flash back to before we had the seconds, yeah, on this very show, yeah, talking we have about our same... genius moments uh-huh. of, I think we both have had separately had genius moments of stopping and getting into the moment, yeah. with the first, kid. yeah, that's right, of just being like, I just stopped and I sat on the dirty floor yeah. and we played with marbles or we just did whatever yeah. and I just became and you know she said the thing that like all the readers wrote about um the look at me look at me and I you know that that was something I kind of made the crazy promise to myself before having the kids that uh-huh. when my child said watch this yeah I was going to watch yeah and if they said, listen to me, I was going to listen. Yeah. And, and right now, just given where I am in my <laughs> mindset, I find that really hard to do. I'm yeah. like hearing her say, look at me. Yeah. And I, I know I'm saying, uh-huh, and yeah. I'm not looking. Yeah. And then I feel like a total jerk. Yeah. But I, but I do think that that's important. Mm-hmm. And I, it's sort of like the cocktail. Yeah. You know what? So we take this 20 Quality minutes for the time. cocktails. Yeah. Take the time. Yeah. You, everybody's still going to go to sleep. Yeah. Life is going to go on. Yeah. So a good reminder. And speaking of great, mm-hmm. sometimes it's not always great. <laughs> this show proves time and time again, no matter how many awesome guests we have coming on to remind us that we are not alone, mm-hmm. we still need to make time for a mom rant. And today, uh, we've got a special dad breakdown. Cool. I'm a single father of a wonderful two-and-a-half-year-old son. My nanny, who has been with me since my child was three weeks old, is going to be out of work next fall when my son goes to preschool. And I'm he's someone I care about. He's someone I think is amazing. And so I've been trying to help him find work. Um, and, you know, I have these friends who... I used to be close to, but I haven't been as close since I had a kid, but they just had a kid. So now we're going to be able to be close friends again because we're on similar sort of wavelengths and their nanny quit on them. And so I was recommending to them that they hit up my nanny and talk to him about um, maybe, you know, hiring him in the fall or in the summer even you know, they they called up my nanny and they got together for a little meetup in the park and apparently all that this mom friend of mine could go on and on and on about was how different her parenting style was to mine and how she wasn't sure that my nanny was going to be able to handle having a schedule or, you know, things like that. And, like, I know our parenting styles are different, but... She really think that I'm that bad as a parent, that I'm so irresponsible with my child or something that she wouldn't even consider really having someone who I vouch for care for her child. I think I'm a great dad. I think I'm doing a really good job. 
but I definitely am more hands-off than many of these people, and I'm less anxious about stuff. Not that I'm not anxious. God, we're all anxious, but I try to let it go a little bit more, and I work on that, and I want my child to be independent, and I, I lucked out. I won the lottery with these kids. So personable and loving and willing to work on his own, but is is I don't even know, and it's just niggling at me this insecurity and yeah, I just it just hurts in a way that I didn't expect. All right, mm. one, mm. you're doing a great job, obviously. You're obviously doing a great yeah, job. You're doing great. You really are. Yeah. Two, this plays on something. A, it's a great reminder that mom, dad, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. We all go through. We, we all, all feel judged. We all feel judged. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. We all feel judged. You know, rarely do we just give like advice on the show about stuff, but mm-hmm. I, I really got to say, in this scenario, you should really go talk to this woman. Mm-hmm. You should really go talk to your friend. And I, because, this sounds to me like such a situation of parent pressure, mm-hmm. your own personal parent pressure, mm-hmm. and hearing something. Hearing that, something secondhand. Hearing something yeah. secondhand. It always sounds worse. Yeah, always way. sounds worse. And and of, of course it's becoming something that's building up in you. Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. All you need to do is say, it's just, hey, I'm feeling judged about this, and it's hurt my feelings, and I that's I know that's probably not even your intention. I know you know parent mm-hmm. people parent all the time, but as friends, I just want to say, I'm, I've I've taken it this way, mm-hmm. and then then shut up, mm-hmm. and give her an opportunity you know to talk back. She probably doesn't think that. That's probably not her takeaway. Mm-hmm. I get the concern. You know, different parenting styles. Will a nanny be able to adapt? It's really more about the nanny. And I I also think. That you have to remember that you have a two and a half year old and she apparently has a new baby or almost going to have a baby or something. And I know for me that when I first had my first baby, I definitely went through a very like very strong feelings of this is how I'm going to do my home because this is how this is how I identify and this is how I'm going to set up my child's life to be and there is a lot of like judgment that goes on because you're basically feeling insecure yourself Mm -hmm. and about your own choices and so you're and you're looking and seeing very closely what other people around you are doing and deciding is that for me is that not for me right and it's it's just I kind of think it's a process that a lot of us go and maybe maybe everybody doesn't go through it but I think a lot of people do go through it and Mm -hmm. it's kind of a I think it's a necessary and positive process because what you learn is obviously what we talk about on the yeah. show all the time, which is that who gives a shit? Right. No one cares no what, one you're gives doing. A shit what you're doing. Right. And you're all doing a great job. Yeah. Like, you love your kids and you're trying hard. You're doing a great job. And that's all it is. Yes. But like, I think it does take a journey to get to that place. And maybe she's just not there yet. You know? Right. And, and you're at a journey of... I know you've I've, already gotten. You've, you've been through there. Yeah. Your kid's two and a half. You're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. Yeah. But there's never a place in your parenting life where you aren't susceptible to feeling Some judged. Some judgment. Some yeah. judgment. Yeah. So, you know, so let's remember a couple of things today. One, as always, just be careful with what you say. Yes. Just be careful. 
Try and be present. And if you don't want to be careful, just be prepared to admit that you're also possibly a jerk. Mm -hmm. It's okay. That's fine. I do that. I do that daily. And to go easy on yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're feeling judged, it's usually it's usually us. It's usually in your own head. It's usually in our own head, which is a horrible thing to have to hear. Yes. I don't like to hear it. It usually makes me go out and treat people like a jerk. Uh, <laughs> but remember, but, but, it, but like once you admit that, then the conversations with people become a lot easier to not take, to, like the pressure's gone. Mm-hmm. You stop hearing the judgment and you just start hearing another person dealing with the pressures of, mm-hmm. of parenthood. Yep. For myself, except that there's no right or wrong way to do this despite how right I want to be doing it all the time. Uh That doesn't even make sense. Mm -hmm. That's good. You know, I was thinking about this, actually. A great way to talk to somebody who's like, I need help, or when you're talking about what you do Mm -hmm. as a parent, Mm -hmm. is to just be like, this is what's currently working for us. Yeah, that is a really good way to phrase it. Yeah, I am not saying you should be sleep training. I am not saying you should not be sleep training. I am saying I am currently doing X, Y, and Z, and it's working for us. Yeah. What's working for you? Yeah. Like help help each other find out what's working. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Just be nice to each other. Tell each other you're doing a good job. To re- oh, and remember to go on to Facebook this week. We've got the Facebook challenge. There's just been a great episode to talk about, you know, how we're all doing stuff that we can somehow feel like we're the only ones doing it. So we want to, again, post one of those things that you might have a concern about. Let's all back each other up. We should probably make a disclaimer, especially in this day and age, that we are not saying that we are going to support neglecting your child or harming your child in any way. Yeah. Sorry. If you believe in spanking, <laughs> you're not going to get the high five from us. Your choice. Whatever you're, you know. But sure. I, I just, I, come on. Yeah. Not, not that show. Yeah. Please don't post that. We're not that show. Yeah. You know what show we are. Yes, you do. You I'm, do. I'm pacifying my kid until they're eight on my bosom. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> like we're, we're, I'm using amber necklaces. That's our show. <laughs> All right? That's what we're talking about. Facebook is not for getting too deep, guys. Um, Teresa, you yes. are doing a great job. Thank you. So are you, Biz. I'm really looking forward to hearing that you're pregnant in a couple of months. I really think that what we learned today is that we're going to be hearing that from you in a couple of months. <laughs> you tricked me again into saying that I would actually have another kid. Stefan, I'm not... Stefan, cue the, cue the music. <laughs> Lay out the baby furniture. Anybody wants that maternity pillar, it's about to go up on Craigslist for free this week. Anyway, um... Thank you. I'm doing a great job. You are doing a great so job. So I, I almost dismissed it, but I'll come back and claim it. Yes, you are. Uh, this is the week I'm just going to go with it. Good. Don't you say that every week? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, you're doing great. Yes. We Good will job, talk guys. To you. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right.
We'd like to thank Max Bunn, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, fussing by, not throw down Mama's MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.